BP added more than $70 billion to the U.S. economy last year by making investments from coast to coast. Investments like building charging hubs for fleets of electric buses in California and starting up new infrastructure in the Gulf of Mexico. It's and, not or. See what doing both means for energy nationwide at bp.com slash investing in America. There's plenty to celebrate in March and ex- Craft Month with the perfect pizza at home class from Craftsy. And anytime is right to listen to iHeartRadio's iHeartCountry Radio. Discover more shows and movies for free. Ready to celebrate International Women's Day? M&M's and iHeart present Women Take the Mic, sharing empowering stories of women supporting and celebrating each other. And of course, there is a smooth and creamy companion for your listening pleasure, peanut butter M&M's, because they're just another way to help treat yourself in situations where you deserve a little added delight, like listening to your favorite podcast. So savor the deliciousness of peanut butter M&M's and spread some positivity. From breaking glass ceilings to dominating in sports and entertainment, women truly are unstoppable. And we're back on Dealing Together, where we help good people who fell for bad deals. First caller? I had to buy three identical sweaters to get the fourth free. Oh, you got fleeced. Next caller, what's your deal? I paid for 20 tanning sessions, but had to use them in a month. Now I'm orange. Ooh, you got burned. Next caller? I traded in my old Samsung at AT AT&T for a new Samsung Galaxy S24+. Hmm, how's that bad? I got to choose from their best plans. So what went wrong? Nothing went wrong. And you're calling to... To request a song? You want a song. Of course. The choice is yours. Our best smartphone deals. Your choice of plan. Learn how to get the new Samsung Galaxy S24 Plus with Galaxy AI on us with eligible trade-in. AT&T. Connecting changes everything. Offers vary by device. Subject to change. S24 plus 256 gigabyte offer available for a limited time. Terms and restrictions apply. See att.com slash Samsung for details. For a lot of people, you know, why are you waiting? You know what you want to do. This is something you want to do. Get off your butt and do it. I'm a hustler, side, side hustler. Do it. I'm a hustler, side, side hustler. Do it. I'm a hustler, side, side hustler. I'm a hustler, side, side hustler. I'm a hustler, side, side hustler. Come on, ask about me. Yo, yo, it's the Side Hustlers Podcast with Carla Marie. Welcome to another episode of the Side Hustlers Podcast. It's so weird for me to say that because this is this is new to me. Today, I've got Tiffany Penton. Am I even saying your last name right? Yes. Okay, good. Penton. <laughs> so, hi, Tiffany. Hi. Welcome. Tiffany and I are a little different than the other people that I've kind of had on already because we just met 20 minutes ago. We did. And I didn't just <laughs> randomly find her on the street and say, do you do my podcast? We had been emailing and uh, texting through our station Text line. So Tiffany is a listener here in Seattle. Well, in your base in Renton, but uh, she listens to uh, mine and Anthony's morning show. Thank you for that. And randomly heard me talking about this podcast I was starting. So she texted into our show and said, I'm not sure if this will, you know, kind of fit your podcast, but this is my story. And you sent me this amazing email about your story. And I was like, absolutely need to talk to you. <laughs> So here we are, and here I'm are. I'm pumped to share it with everyone and learn more. Before we get into it, though, if you want to check her out, it's Sweet Pea Beauty is her company. Yes. 
Letter P. Letter P. Yes. Very important right there. <laughs> Website is sweetpeabeauty.com. Yes. And Instagram is sweetpea underscore beauty. Yep. And what is Facebook? Sweet Pea Beauty Makeup. Makeup. There we go. So there's the clue. That's what we're talking about today. Makeup. And sorry, guys, if you're all mad that it's going to be about makeup, don't be, because she's got a really awesome story that I think you're going to love and, and want to follow. Let's go back to a time before makeup was your thing. How many years ago was that? Um, I started makeup about 12 years ago. Okay. So 12 years ago, before makeup was a thing, what were you doing? I was working in the mortgage industry. (laughs) (laughs) The only similarity is that they both start with the letter M. Yep, pretty much. There's nothing else. No. So you were working in the mortgage industry. Why makeup? Had that always been something you loved doing? No, not at all. (laughs) How does this happen? (laughs) 2008 happened and the industry completely crashed. Okay. And uh, the company I worked for bankrupt. Wow. So I was without a job. And I was uh, living in California, came back up here where I'm from, and um, needed a job. And makeup is not just, I couldn't just go really to a makeup store now and start doing makeup because you need to have a, a license and a, and a degree and that kind of stuff. But you Well, no, you don't. Not everywhere, right? Or what is, how does no, that whole thing I know, work? it's super confusing. Um, no, anyone can go apply at Nordstrom or Macy's and at the makeup counter. You don't you, have to You have don't a- want me doing your makeup, though. <laughs> yeah, but everyone would have said that about me forever ago, too. Really? Yes, I did. So there's hope for me. There's hope for you. So you applied to which counter did you work at? Uh, Mac called me. I had, I just applied at Nordstrom. I just wanted a discount so I could shop. (laughs) (laughs) I love it. This whole thing, your whole career, your whole life now is because you wanted a discount. I just wanted a discount (laughs) because I liked to shop at Nordstrom. I mean, who doesn't? I know, right? Maybe I will do this. Thanks. Thanks. I found my side hustle. I'm going to go work at Nordstrom. Tiffany, you did it for me. You're welcome. Thank you. Okay, so you apply at at Nordstrom and Mac calls you. Yep. And you go in and you're just like, I just like makeup. What did you do? Yeah, I faked my whole interview and uh, they hire more on personality. Can these people vibe with their customers? Um, And I did have to do a makeup interview and do makeup on someone. And all my girls that are listening now are going to know my secret. My model was super into makeup and she told me she picked out every single color. She told me how to put it on her. Where did you find the mop? Was it a friend? It was a friend. Okay. Mm-hmm. And I knew nothing. I did not know what I was doing because I never did makeup before. Wow. So I faked my entire interview. Fake it till you make it. Yeah. It's a real thing. Apparently. For real. <laughs> For real. Yeah. So you get hired. You got hired and um, loved it. But I quickly learned that it was a sales position. It had nothing to do with makeup. I mean, obviously, I was selling makeup. Right. I was applying makeup. But I wasn't a makeup artist as far as, you know, what everyone dreams of being. Now, you were working the counter at Nordstrom. Were you doing anything else job-wise to make money or this was the only thing you were doing? This was it for now, for for a while. Um, and I was part-time and I was, um, I liked to sell. I liked to connect with people. So I it paid the bills for a while. And I remember begging for more hours and um, I had a lot of fun doing it, met a lot of really cool people, but it wasn't my dream job. Of course not. But now it's wild <laughs> to me that you, the girl who lied basically at Nordstrom and Mac, has her own makeup company. You're yeah. you're an esthetician at this point. Now you did yeah. go to school and we'll get into that too, but yeah. you basically snuck into the industry. Totally snuck into the industry. <laughs> <laughs> I freaking love this. So you're doing this whole thing at the counter at Nordstrom. What next? Like what made you say, 
I want to do something else. So every time a bride would come in, I'd get super excited. But um, you're helping someone with their big day. That's so yeah, cool. It was cool. And it no was no pressure either. I, well, <laughs> it wasn't any pressure because I wasn't doing That's the makeup. True. It was just picking out the colors. Okay. And I wasn't technically allowed to sell my services because, you know, as as the Nordstrom brand or Mac the brand, they want the brides to come to them. Of course. So it wasn't anything that I could solicit, um, which was the bummer. And even if I was um, able to, I wouldn't have been able to work because retail is Monday or you're working the week every single weekend. That was not really something that was easily um, something that I could could do. But it was something that I knew that I loved right away. It's crazy that you how you got into this and I how know. you realized I love this. This is all because you lost your job or all because yeah. the industry started 2008. to crash. Yeah. yeah. All because yeah. 2008. Thank you, 2008. And then you, you noticed you loved working with brides, mm-hmm. but you had to actually work. You couldn't just quit and then start picking up clientele randomly on the weekend. You needed to yeah. make money. And yeah. you, were you married at this point? No. And you, Okay, so we you didn't dating. have kids. You were dating. Okay. <laughs> so were people in your life kind of shocked by this newfound love that you had? Yeah. All of my friends were really confused as to why I was doing makeup because they were the ones doing my makeup for my dances <laughs> oh. and when we'd go out and they were just did not understand why I was doing what I was doing, but they knew that I was happy. So, you know, all my friends were really supportive and came in. And even if in the beginning I didn't do the best makeup on them, you know, they smiled and walked away and probably washed it off. <laughs> you also sold the makeup remover. I sold the make. Yeah, exactly. What? How old were you at this point? 24. Wow. Was You don't have to say who. Was there anyone in your life, either at this point or later down the line, who wasn't supportive? Yes. Are you? And I, I ask everyone the same question. Are you now like... Take that. Yep. Isn't that the coolest feeling? Uh-huh. What things did they say to you? It was more just um she she worked with me and she just wasn't very supportive of what I was trying to do daily. And I don't know if she knew it. I don't know if she understood that she was putting me down consistently, but she's not doing this anymore. And I know she loved it just as much as I did. Wow. So stop putting the negativity out right? there. Right? I know. It really makes such a difference. At what point do you go from working at a Nordstrom counter? That you snuck into, because I'm going to keep saying that, (laughs) to owning your own business and working with brides and doing the thing you wanted to do. Yeah. Okay. So um, I ended up quitting Mac, and it just wasn't um, a super consistent schedule. And I wanted the weekends off. I knew I wanted to do these weddings, but I couldn't do them working there. So let's find a Monday through Friday job. So that's what I did. And um, what was that Monday through Friday job? I was an assistant to a wealth advisor. <laughs> so now we're back, we're back. Of, in the finance area or the, yeah. the number. Yeah. I'll just say numbers. Numbers. Yeah. It's numbers. Yeah, exactly. And ultimately, I think it did help me, you know, learn how to run a business and do what I'm doing today. But you didn't love that. I didn't love it. However, my boss um, at the time was super supportive in just being a human and just Amazing. really, you know, it was that woman power and she's. Um, she's a partner at the wealth advisor firm. So she was just really, it was empowering to be able to see her and have a family and just rock it. And that makes a difference too. If you're following your dream and there's no one in your life or no one around you that you can kind of look at as a mentor, whether they know or not their mentor or look up to, it's hard. But you had this someone in your life, you're like, damn, she's really doing it. I can also do this. And it it makes a world of difference. Yeah. But I didn't even know that this would be where I was going to go. I just knew that I saw someone doing something powerful um, in her position and have a family. And it seemed like she was just doing it all. So it was just really encouraging as a person. Does she know that she encouraged you? 
Have you told her? In so many ways. Erica Coogan. <laughs> <laughs> there you go. Now you have. <laughs> yeah. That's, does she come to you for her makeup? Yes, I do her makeup. Isn't Sometimes, that, yeah. Isn't that so cool? <laughs> it's really cool. It's like full circle at that point. For sure. So you're working there doing numbers. Yes. But you knew you wanted to do the second business. So what was that like launching your own thing or going to school while also having this other job? So I wasn't in school yet. I was just, it was a complete side hustle. So, um, you know, on my lunch breaks, I would go run and do makeup and come back within my one hour or in the morning or after work or on the weekend. So it was it never interfered with my Monday through Friday. So you can, in, in Washington, I guess, you can legally do makeup without having... Yes, a license. which can be scary because yeah. um, there's not there's no regulation right now for for anyone to do makeup. Because in New Jersey, where I grew up, I think there it's a license in order to just basically touch someone. Yeah, really is yeah. what it is. Luckily, that little loophole <laughs> that we have here in Washington that you don't need to do that helped you start your amazing business. Yes. Yes, absolutely. So I knew what I was doing wasn't what I ultimately wanted to do. It wasn't something that I was excited to go to work every day. And at this point, at this point, I had, you know, a baby. He was almost one. Wow. And I just said, you know, it's kind of a now or never thing. And I think kids definitely can push you feeling a certain way. And it just made me feel sad when I had to leave him every single morning. Of course. I have a friend who's going through that right now. She had to go back to work and she's just... It's hard. She's struggling. And yeah. I'm, I'm like, in the end, she will love you for doing this and being able to give her a better life and, and looking up to a mom who kicked butt. Yeah. So I know I listen. And that comes from someone who's has no kids. <laughs> but I'm trying to explain so this true. to her. But yeah. And, and you you obviously did it and you're doing it. Yes, I am doing it. It's so cool. Yeah. So um. Went to school to be an esthetician, um, ended up getting my master um, esthetician license and um, worked at a salon for like a blink of an eye. And then I was always, again, still doing the side hustle. I was doing as many weddings as I could. I was advertising on like. Yeah. How did you advertise? It's crazy. Uh, Craigslist was like. (laughs) Oh, wait, wait, wait. (laughs) Craigslist. (laughs) So people would see on Craigslist. Normally, if you think you want to get your wedding makeup done, you're not really going to look at Craigslist. Yeah, well, you'd be surprised. And you actually, <laughs> on your side, you don't know who, if it's a oh, real it's bride. Oh, so scary. Yeah, so um, my boyfriend, now husband, he would drive with me wow. to these trial runs because this is the first time I'm meeting these people. And who knows if it's a creeper or not. Was there ever a creeper? There was never a creeper. Okay, good. <laughs> it was so good. good. Yeah, good. Yeah. So he would, it was so, we would like go into this, I would go into this house. He'd be in the car. I'd text him and say, I'm okay. Oh my God. And then, you know, every few minutes, if the bride was like going to the bathroom or whatever, I would text him, I'm still okay. Because you really don't know no. what you're doing at this point so what you're getting into. <laughs> essentially, you risk your life yeah. to do your side hustle. <laughs> For sure. <laughs> We're going to say that. For sure, yeah. But I love like going back to you would on your lunch break do mm-hmm. this. Oh yeah. That was Actually, I did it on my lunch break a few times, like a few too many times. <laughs> it was really scary because, you know, you don't want it to affect what you're doing nine to five. Um, and so, you you know, you have this one hour time frame in downtown Seattle. And I, a lot of times I would take the bus to um, Mercer Island. Oh, my God. <laughs> go do makeup and then come back all within one hour. How? Are you like a speed know. makeup artist? Did you fail well, to tell me that? <laughs> Okay, so this is, I was actually talking to another makeup artist about this. Um, when you're at Mac, if anyone's ever gone to the Mac counter, you know it's it, it can be really busy. And especially the counter that I came from, 
you have to learn how to do makeup really fast. So, yeah, I mean, I'm not like crazy, but you fast, had, but right. you learn how to be efficient. Okay. I like that. Yeah. I know sometimes my best makeup I do in under 10 minutes because I'm not sitting there analyzing. Exactly. Yeah. It's just what turned out. Okay, good. And it's the best. Listen, I'm definitely not you. That's for sure. I'm <laughs> not owning my own place and, and kicking ass like you, but I, I can totally understand as someone who applies my own makeup, understand yeah. <laughs> where you're coming from with that. But the fact that you risked hitting Seattle traffic and going right? to Mercer Island on a bus. On me a is, bus. <laughs> it's crazy. I know. It's maybe, crazy. Maybe you crazier, have to be crazy. Could be crazier than going to a stranger's house that you found on Craigslist. <laughs> yeah. Not sure though. Yeah. So you're doing this, you're, you're fine. You're, you know, making the extra money and obviously gaining more experience and meeting these people. Is that how you kept growing your clientele though? You know, you do one person and they're like, oh, I love my makeup. You should go to Tiffany. Yes. A lot of it is referrals. Um, and then I, I started to meet photographers a lot of the times cause they, they want um, their post to be easier. So when they take a picture of someone and they have to edit it, they want that part to be easier. Of course. If someone has professional makeup, it's going to be easier on them. Absolutely. So I tried getting really close with a good chunk of um, photographers that are really reputable within the within the industry. Well, that's got to be hard to break into because these photographers obviously already have their they already people. Have, yeah, You sure. are now their people at this point in your career. So yeah. there's someone who's Tiffany 12 years ago yeah. trying to break in as well. Yeah. So how did you, how do you think you broke in or got ahead of some other people with these photographers? Um, I'm really consistent. I was really, really consistent. So if they needed me, I was always there. And that's where the lunch break thing came in or the before after work thing. Or, you know, sometimes I'd ask to shift my schedule and work earlier so I could get there earlier. Um, so I had to be creative. And again, it's all you realize what you truly love when you have to, when, you know, you're faced with, do I do this solid nine to five that's paying pretty well or do I just risk it for this gig? Because that's all it is at that point. It's just a gig. You don't know where it's going to lead to. Right. Just consistency and, you know, always um, doing the, a good job because there's so many makeup artists that are really good at what they do and they'll take, you know, one to two hours and you need to understand what that photographer or what that person wants out of you. If they just want you for 30 minutes to do a great job, then you got to be there for 30 minutes at that time doing a great job. Just being and being there is so important and and, yeah. and making the effort to get there and do in any industry, whatever your side hustle is, whatever your passion is, what you're saying right now is just doing it just do is it. what I keep saying. It was mm -hmm. what I had to tell myself about starting this podcast. Just <laughs> get off your butt and do it. Make yeah. it happen. If you really want to do it, you will make it happen. Yeah. There's never going to be a good time. No. With anything, with anything big in your life. You're right. There really isn't a good time <laughs> for anything. Yeah. Is there any of these photographers or gigs or moments that really made an impact on your career now? Yes. There was uh there's been two photographers that I've met that have completely changed and and really made me um look at what I was doing and and realize that I could do it on my own. So there was one photographer, Brooke, and uh, I still work with her all the time. And she's just always been super supportive. And even in my worst moments, like we were both pregnant at the same time, me mm -hmm. with my first, her with her third. And I remember going to her studio upset because I had to go to the doctor for the umpteenth time. And I just didn't want to go. And she was like, I get it. And like, I don't know, there was zero reason for me to be upset it was other than me being emotional and pregnant. And she <laughs> just was there at that moment. And it just made me realize that, you know, she gets it. She owns her own company. She knows Smart. how hard it is. And um, and even now, I mean, I've called her for some of the silliest questions, and she's always just gives the best 
advice. So, um, and she actually I met on Craigslist. <laughs> I'm scared for people who are going to start like I could go on Craigslist. I know, but now. you know, 12 years ago it was, it was very different. different. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. You know what's crazy? And as you were talking, it just made me think about this. And I am not hating on guys at all when I say this, but the people I have talked to about doing this podcast or the people that I have obviously already talked to are all women. And almost everyone, with the exception of Kylie, has worked with only women to launch their career. Now, I'm not, I'm sure some of the photographers you worked with were men, but so far you've cited two, two women yeah. who have had an impact on your career. And it's, it's a little, not weird to me, but I feel like I don't know what it is. I'm not, I haven't discovered it yet, but you're talking about other women who have their own careers and they're having kids and they're doing it. I don't know what it is. I don't know if women are just better multitaskers (laughs) or we find our passion later in life, maybe not right away. I'm not sure what it is, but it just made me think, huh, this is all women. That's not what this podcast is. Guys, if if you're listening, you're like, hey, I have a side hustle. You know where to find me. But (laughs) are you noticing that? Obviously you're in makeup. It's so it is more women driven, but photographers, was it always more women helping you or were there, there guys too? Um, no, I mean, there was one, um, Jeff who he's, he's another huge supporter of mine and he's actually helped me put my vision on paper. Um, but I feel like there is something to be said about women and especially women who have families because there's this, this pressure to do it all and to be everything and running your business is insane. So, you know, putting <laughs> that, yeah. So putting that on your plate is crazy. And then adding small children is crazier and a husband and, you know, keeping the house and just trying to do it all feels so overwhelming that when another woman is kind of in the same position and says, it's, you can do this. It makes you feel like, okay, maybe I can. And it's, it's so cool to me and so awesome that you had these empowering women throughout this time because there are so many people trying to follow their passion and they they don't have that yeah and that's awesome that you did and if you are right now thinking wow I don't have that I I wish I had that they're out there just look for someone else who's trying to do something similar to what you're doing and, and reach out to them if it's someone you've never talked to before if you're trying to do a podcast you're like hey I'm listening to Carla Marie's podcast. Reach out to me. There are, we have social media now. There are so many ways to get in touch with people. And speaking of social media, you obviously have your own accounts now. Are there people that are just seeing your work and like, oh, I want to, I want her to do my makeup or photographers or whatever it is reaching out to you through this way now instead of just Craigslist? <laughs> um, kind of. I'm not huge. I'm not, that's one thing that I do struggle with, you know, posting and, and reaching out to people on social media. Mm-hmm. But yeah, I've had a handful of people. Um, I've had a couple people um, in high school reach out to me just saying, I want to do makeup. And um, there's one girl, she's in a mentorship program and I'm helping her with it. How cool is that? It's super cool. It's super cool. Um, Just knowing that I can, you know, kind of push her in in whatever direction she wants to go and just be there to show her. You can be that person that those other women were for you. And when you kind of realize that it's it's nerve wracking, but it's also just so fulfilling. Yeah. It's full circle. It is. It really is full circle. You aren't just the person, I keep going back to Craigslist, but you <laughs> you were reaching out and doing these, you know, going and doing these visits, but now you have a storefront. Yeah. So how the heck did, <laughs> did that, that happen? happen? <laughs> okay, so um, 
I worked at, I was working at a salon and I, uh, a friend told me you should rent this space inside the school that I went to for aesthetics. And so I was renting the space for super cheap and getting hardly any new clients, but at least it was a place that I could go to yeah. do makeup and a place that I could do, you know, lashes and skincare and waxing. It wasn't out of my house. So it made me feel a little more legit, although it was pretty, it was pretty ghetto. Okay. <laughs> Sometimes you got to do the ghetto stuff. Exactly. You know? Yeah. That's yeah, how yeah. we learn. So when did, what made you go to, because you said you, you went to esthetician school. What point did that happen? Um, it, was, it started after I had my first son. I just knew that I, I wanted to be able to um, make my own schedule. I didn't want to go to downtown Seattle unless I wanted to go, right. unless it was a gig. And I, you know, I knew that that working as someone as an assistant wasn't ultimately what I wanted to do. Because in 30 years, I might not want to be doing that. Right. I met with, it was like some random person. And he said, you know, ultimately, he he was an entrepreneur. And he said, ultimately, you want to build a business that you can either sell and give to your kids that money or or give that business to your kids. Okay. And when he said that, and I was a new mom at the time, I thought, Okay, so let's do this. You know, wow. let's do this. So, but the problem is makeup is Monday through Friday, or sorry, makeup is Saturday, Sunday. Yeah. Basically. So I needed a Monday through Friday gig. And that's where, you know, the esthetician stuff came in. So okay. if I could do uh, skincare, lashes, or waxing Monday through Friday, that would be, that would be, um, income that I could use and then hopefully eventually just narrow it down to doing less and less of that and maybe just doing it only for my brides or I didn't really know what it was you know this whole time it's constantly evolving and you don't really know what really what you want to do um, but you know the the goal is to do something bigger and better so at that point you had stopped working in numbers yeah you yeah. were you, you only I went to school on, and only um, which was hard doing that and having um, a baby he wasn't even a year old at that wow. point. And then um, I uh, graduated, started working at a salon just for a few months. Again, didn't like working for someone. Wasn't just wasn't um, what I ultimately wanted to do. What did it take? And I know this is a very vague question, but what did it take to launch Sweet Pea Beauty, the storefront? The storefront. I, at the the building that I was in at the esthetician school, <clears throat> they were completely changing everything in the in the building that I was in. And I got this email. I remember it was like two or three days after I ordered a bunch of business cards and a bunch of just paper stuff with my address on it. And then I got the email that said, um, in 30 days, there will be no more renters oh and you're basically kicked out. And I was so angry at first, yeah. but it pushed me to do what I'm doing. See? Yeah. So I was angry and I was scared and, you know, all of the emotions. And I thought this is the end of Sweet Pea. And now I'm going to have to really go work at a salon or something. And um, so I called one of my friends who is an agent and I just said, find me something. I don't care what it is. I didn't think it would be a storefront. I just wanted something. And he found this place and it was like, a t-shirt store had just moved out and it was like there was decals all over and it was red, <laughs> black and white and there was um, garbage all over this and and they're trying to get me to envision whatever yeah, it is. Yeah, which is good luck. I'm like, I, and I had both my kids with me crying. <laughs> <laughs> it was crazy. And I was just like, whatever, I just need something. Fine, whatever. I'll sign on the dotted line. I'll just do it. Oh my God. <laughs> Not how many, like you, you, when you hear someone who normally is like, oh yeah. And I walked in and I was like, this is my place. No. Such a different story for no. you. No. <laughs> 
I, they said they would paint everything white so I could just try to vision something, mm-hmm. envision something, and they did. And that's kind of what, you know, it's still pretty blank. It's nothing crazy, um, but it's, like, super clean, and yep. I, it's, like, exactly what I want So now. we did to our studio. This studio that you're in right now yeah. did not look like this a month and a half ago. It oh. was so dark blue, dingy, and we moved in here. We're, like, white. Yeah. We needed to be clean, and, and that... It really is refreshing and yeah. obviously changes the mood of the place. Yeah. And you've been in there for how long? A year. So, and that's what I noticed in your email, how crazy was this? You emailed me and you said, today, one year from the day I opened my storefront, which yeah. was crazy because that was the day I talked about this podcast. podcast on the air. Yeah. So not only do you have that storefront, but you've grown. Yeah. So on that day, I actually expanded. The to, day you emailed yeah, me? Yeah. To, oh, I didn't realize I, that. <laughs> to um, the other store, well, to a second storefront. So now there is two storefronts in the building that I'm in, and I took over both of them. So I've got the whole thing. <laughs> so what goes on there? Like, what are you, are you just doing makeup? Is it explain to me what the full business of Sweet Pea Beauty is? Yeah. So um, I'm there most of the time, um, but I have uh, six other people. So you well, let's go back. <laughs> the girl who snuck into the Nordstrom Mac counter and was going to people's houses on Craigslist now has six people who work yeah. for her. Yeah, that's awesome. Yeah. Well, and they're contractors, right? So there's like this Mm -hmm. other element of like, I put there, they have their own business and I push them and as, as hard as they want and I make them give me goals and I try to encourage them as much as I can to, you know, get to that number and do what they need to do to, to make this happen. See, you're running now when you hear of most salons or, or whatever it is, a place where you're going to go get your makeup, they're not normally run like a corporation. And I, I say corporation in a good way, not in a bad way. You're running this the way you're running it because of where you came from, yeah. I think. You're taking the mortgage company and the other numbers company and you're taking the company's core values almost like, you know, pushing people and goals and stuff and putting that into a creative space, which doesn't yeah. happen often. No. You've seen people grow within yeah. the year. Oh, yeah, for sure. I mean, um, two of the girls that are with me right now didn't know how to do lashes. And so just kind of teaching them from like literally never doing lashes on any lash extensions is what I'm talking about. Yes. <laughs> um, and teaching them how to do that is even rewarding even after the first hour. That's crazy. Because it's a career yeah. that, you know, someone's going to be able to actually, whether it's with me or someone else or, you know, they, they're going to be able to do this for as long as they want to do this. And that's ultimately what I think we need to do as people. We need to encourage each other to do exactly what you want to do. It sounds so easy what you're saying. <laughs> But there are so many people who don't do that. And it's so frustrating. And we do need to encourage each other more. And especially women. And I feel like we're beating that drum so much lately. But it's true. Especially someone like you who has come from a line of women supporting them and pushing them. And you're now doing the same thing. And you have all all six are women who work for you. Yeah. yeah. So is it, it's makeup, lashes, and waxing waxing and skincare. And skincare. Yeah. So now you have two storefronts. Is it, it's not one. Well, there's like a hallway. Okay. That that like is dividing the, the two Does, so. do different things happen in yeah eventually because it's still new the other storefront's super new so um one side will be mostly waxing okay. and we'll do um we'll do microblading there cool. and so it'll be a little more private more spa like and then the other side is where we listen to loud music and mm-hmm. we talk about crazy things and there's lash extensions and there's um the, of course the makeup and a lot of times my my hairstylists come in and they'll do their trial runs there oh and, cool yeah, so it's that's like the fun, crazy side, and it's all bright, and it's all, like the whole thing is windows, and that's awesome. It's cool. And one of the things you mentioned, I believe, in your email, and you said it earlier today, that working with brides 
is just what you love to do. I just love to do it. You still do that. Yeah. So even, I mean, every bride that I actually talk to, I always tell them, you know, even if you don't hire me, use me as a resource. If you have questions on something or, you know, a vendor that you think that you like, I'll tell you if I've worked with them. I mean, I've worked with so many vendors at this point. Yeah, of course. So, um, and I think they think I'm crazy when I tell them <laughs> they're like, wait, I you don't have to I don't have to hire you and you'll still tell yes, because I want your wedding to be awesome. Of course. So if there's anything that I can do to help, I mean, if it's like five minutes of my time, what's the big deal? I you're uh, <laughs> I just like listening to you and tell your story and I I love how you've gone about this because there is no Yes, you had people who, you know, didn't support you and you're like, yeah, look at this. Take it now. But there's no ill will with you. You know, you, you you've kind of just always put positive vibes out there. Yeah. Try, and, I tried to. <laughs> I tried to. And obviously, I've only heard your story now for 30 minutes, but that's what it seems like. You could, could be completely lying to me. I don't know yeah. what you actually did, <laughs> but it seems like you're the kind of person who's just going to do what you got to do to succeed. But you're not going to just ignore the other people. You're not like ignoring these brides. You're not you're yeah. helping them because you really do love this. This is your passion. And yes. That's the thing about these people and everyone with their passions. They will help others because they love it so much. Yeah. Maybe when you were doing finance and mortgage, you wouldn't have gone out of your way to help someone new. I'm not saying you wouldn't have, but it's not something you truly love. So you didn't want to share it with everyone. Right, right. And that yeah. makes the difference. Oh, totally. I mean, I'm often crying with the brides on their wedding uh, day when they like look in the mirror and they're so, you know, it all hits them. I'm like right there with them because I it's it's such an emotional moment that I get to be with them. And I can't tell you how many times I've been the one that's there literally as they're walking down the aisle with their dad. I'm the last one that's touched them. Oh, it's cool. That is it's, that is really cool. And I guess no, I've never really thought about that before. Like the amount you're with someone on the biggest day of their life. Yeah. Or at least up until that point, the biggest day of their life. Yeah. And these are people that you don't obviously know for the most part. Oh, yeah. I know. It's so it's so cool. I, they wake up and usually they're like in their pajamas or their robe or their bride top or whatever. And then I knock on the door and I'm right there and I get to be them, there with them the entire time until they get married. That's awesome. Do you do any because I know some brides have. Their makeup artist stay the whole night. Yeah. Have you done that for some? I've done that. Yeah, that's cool. It's really cool. It'd be like a wedding crasher. <laughs> I know, for sure. Yeah. And touch. Awesome. I get really like I'm like that annoying person, though, that I'm like, hey, come here. Just touch up your lips. Good. I'm going to hire you <laughs> if I ever get married. All right. <laughs> <laughs> Well, I've, the only reason I had you on this podcast is because I really wanted to meet you and have you do my makeup for things. Just uh, kidding. Just kidding. Hidden. Just an agenda. Kidding. But we're totally going to do stuff together. And I'm pumped. For sure. Because as you can see right now. I need all the help in the world. Oh, no. no. <laughs> I've been awake for way too many hours at this point. Um, but having your own business in the last year, yes. what have been some of the biggest struggles opposed to when you weren't, you know, having a storefront and a place and, you know, kind of something anchoring you down, you were all over the place? Yeah. I think the the biggest thing is I just don't have time right now. And it's really, that's that's been the most frustrating, but then rewarding at the same time because I don't have time because I'm fully booked. You right. know, I'm in back-to-back appointments, which is so, so it's such a blessing, but it's also really tough, you know, with the family because I, I typically, my day looks like I wake up. Um, get the kids off to either preschool or daycare and then go to work. And I don't take breaks, which is like the biggest no-no. If anyone's listening, don't, yeah. you got to take breaks. Don't listen. <laughs> but I don't because, you know, I jam pack as many people as I can because that's the other element. I love my clients. I mean, I've cried with them. I've laughed with them. I've called them after hours to make sure that they're okay or, you know, whatever it is. They text me on their vacation and, 
it's just that you have this awesome relationship with these people that are now they're like your friends and then I go home and go to work and or go home and and with the kids so it's there's zero me time I don't have time to to think about you know my next move which is crazy because your job is working with people on their me time I, I know I know. It's wild. <laughs> yeah. It's, you need some me time. I need some me time for or sure. Or you're driving into the city to do a podcast with this crazy person. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. This is my me time. <laughs> yeah. So thank you. That's true. <laughs> I yeah, should be I drinking wine. This guy, I know. Damn. I'm going to start adding that. Damn, Sorry yeah. I wouldn't have it today. But <laughs> yeah. new element. Wine yes. for the podcast. Yes. Good, good. <laughs> Call. No, but it's it's cool to see for me getting to see everyone following their passion as I do this podcast. As you tell your story, like your eyes light up, you're glowing, like you're excited to share this. And it's almost like you're willing to do anything for it because it's what you truly love. Yeah. And there are so many people that haven't found that. Like if, had you just spent the last 12 years doing your first job that you got let go it was in california yeah when you like where would you be now i have literally no idea i don't know i mean would you be miserable you think you know it's like my other job um was underwriting house loans it was it was okay it was fun you know it was interesting it was like i was judging people all day long yes you can have a loan no you can't have a loan so this is like completely different i get to talk to them and yeah, I don't know if I'd be happy or not, but I could tell you for sure I'm happy now. Yay, that literally just gave me chills. <laughs> I love that. I love your whole story. I really, it's so cool to hear it. And I love that you snuck into, <laughs> no. snuck into the industry. But it's true. If you if there's something you want to do, do it. Just yes. figure out a way to make it happen. And Tiffany is proof of that. Yep. You really are. How can people, again, your website, it's sweetpeabeauty.com. Yes. And if you're in the Washington area, where exactly where are you? I'm in downtown Renton. So I'm right off Wells, 212 Wells Avenue South. And if you're not, just go to her website. Yeah. <laughs> Maybe take a trip out here. <laughs> check her out. For Be sure. awesome. Get your makeup done while yeah. you're out here. It's at Sweet P underscore beauty on Instagram and Facebook. It's Sweet P Beauty Makeup. Yes. Yes. I got it. <laughs> Yay. I'm so bummed. Tiffany, thank you so much. Thank you for sharing your story and thank your positive you. vibes. I love it. Thanks for coming in. Right now it's a Monday night at 6 p.m. and you've got two kids and a store to run. So get the heck out of here. Okay. Thank you so much. <laughs> There's plenty to celebrate in March and ex- Craft Month with the perfect pizza at home class from Craftsy. And anytime is right to listen to iHeartRadio's iHeartCountry Radio. Discover more shows and movies for free. Does money stress you out? Let FACET flip your financial chaos into clarity. Finding FACET immediately put us at ease. FACET's innovative approach to financial planning ensures your money works as hard as you do, enabling members to experience the joys of having your finances in order. That makes us FACET for life now, I guess. (laughs) Visit FACET.com, F-A-C-E-T.com to learn more. This ad is sponsored by FACET. FACET Wealth is an SEC-registered investment advisor. This is not an offer to buy or sell securities, nor is it investment, legal, or tax advice. These testimonials are from current FACET members who are not compensated. All opinions are their own and not a guarantee of a similar outcome. Did you know that most salads travel over 2,000 miles to reach your plate, but not with 80 Acres Farms? Their crisp salad greens and herbs are food less traveled, going from farm to store in days, not weeks. They stay fresher for longer in your fridge. My salad lasts all week long, which means less food waste and easy meal planning. Oh, and did I mention there's no need to wash these greens? Because 80 Acres Farms uses zero pesticides. 
Visit 80acresfarms.com to learn more and find their salads and salad kits at your local Harris Teeter. CNN Underscore's Guide to Sleep has tons of recommendations for products that can help you get the best night's sleep ever. All right, let's face it. Most of us have had trouble falling or staying asleep at some point. And there are a lot of products and hacks claiming to be the solution to our sleepless nights. That's why the CNN Underscored team spend hundreds of hours testing products to find the ones that can make a huge difference in the quality of your slumber. Visit Underscored.com now for our ultimate guide to getting better sleep.